Ladies and gentlemen, I would absolutely love to welcome you back to another fantasy football podcast brought to you by the F-L-O-O-G. That's right. The Fantasy League of Ordinary Gentlemen. I present to you the Flug. Yeah. What's up? What is what? up? Hello, what? gentlemen. How what? are we? What how up? Are, how Hold back are we your streams. Tonight? Hold back your streams and your ooze in your eyes. <laughs> how are you guys tonight? Dude, I'm absolutely Good. loved after that intro <laughs> <laughs> very good guys uh most of us three out of the four of us here just had a uh our last rookie draft we'll get into that in a few minutes um let's uh let's 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 get into it guys four of us here tonight super excited um let's go to the mafia first 757 represent one of the greatest wrestlers, wrestlers of all time, <laughs> follows him on Twitter as we found out last podcast. <laughs> Guys, you can find him on Twitter at social media ghost, ladies and gentlemen. My family, my cousin, Tyson Cullen. What is up? What up? What up? Yep. John Cena is the one that follows me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and I waited for him to follow me. I didn't follow him. So just 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 remember that one. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. It's been a long week, but this is uh, this is brighten my day up. Um, I'm gonna go diagonal for me. A guy that uh, maybe wearing the best hat of the two of us. Um, I didn't say me. Uh, <laughs> uh, a guy that hasn't been on here in a while, but he's on here to talk about his team. And I don't want to. I don't want to throw like a bunch of smoke up his ass, but. I got a lot of good things to say about his team. Um, the one and only Detroit Lions fan from Richmond, the only guy that would call a Richmond sports station and ask, why the hell do you not talk about the Detroit Lions even after they're 0-16? <laughs> uh, that is one Shane Gardner of Detroit Lions. What's up, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that's, you've made a good point about a lack of self-awareness, but – Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what we do? What's up, boys? Oh, what up? I heard on the podcast last week that fucking Ty got followed by John Cena, and now I have made it my personal mission to get followed by my favorite wrestler, Jake the Snake Roberts. So, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah! I'm gonna be getting a bunch of sexy pictures of snakes and fucking tweeting at them, <laughs> seeing them. <laughs> Sexy pictures. Of I mean, what's it going to take to entice this guy? I don't know. You know. Gary, didn't he do? He did DDP yoga to get like sober and stuff, right? I don't he did. Know yeah. 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 You have to do that, Shane. Yeah, you have to get into DDP yoga. Dude, my wife was doing. Some, my wife was doing. She did some stand-up paddleboard yoga. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I'll, I'll get a hot picture of her and send it to him and be like, "Oh, dude, check it out." Oh, uh, I got Photoshop. Gary, can you help me? <laughs> And a snake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we got this. We got this. Snake. How about just snakes yoga? And how about that? I like that, dude. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, boys, it's been too long. Oh man, I miss y'all, motherfuckers. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that we're gonna be talking about the Thanksgiving game. Uh, oh. Oh, 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 here we go. If there's ah. one, if there's one reason not to hang out with your family on Thanksgiving, this is it. Shane, I gotta warn you. Please do not text me that game because I have a feeling I'm not gonna be able to watch that game. But I have a feeling if y'all, 
Uh, long story. Stepmom is just stepmom's not into sports. I'll just leave it at that. So, but I, I can't, I can't stop you from doing what you're doing, especially if the Lions just happen to start kicking the shit out of the Bills. But yeah, I don't gloat. I don't gloat. I like to talk shit, but I, but if it's if it's gloating, I know you love your Bills. I can gloat. <laughs> I appreciate that. But speaking of an, I'm not a gloater, but let's talk. Let's let me throw it to a huge gloater. Biggest yeah. gloater right now. I mean, the, the oh. <laughs> let's throw it down to Glove Junkowski down there. <laughs> the great Glove, the great Glovekowski. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Glovekowski. Glove the goat. Uh, gloating so much. Oh, hey, dude, it is fucking Scottfish Ball week. So I will be gloating all week long Ooh. with this draft right here. What is it? I know me and the commissioner in it. And. So far, so good. I kind of like my drafts. How about you, Joshua? I feel like I went very vanilla. I, I, I went quarterback, quarterback, then I then I went three running backs, mm-hmm. and then tight end because of the tight end premium, and of course the super flex. But uh, I regret not take throwing a wide receiver in there. Maybe uh maybe not going running backs three in a row. But I like them. I got Mixon and Chubb and Cam Akers, and you can't be mad at that. That's a hell of a trio, in my opinion. No, that's pretty damn good, dude. So like that's good more vanilla, if you ask me. Uh, maybe Mandela. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we got guys follow Shane, like just like Jake the Snake Roberts is gonna do very very soon. Mm-hmm. Follow Shane on Twitter at Cheers here Cheers here's beers. Cheers here snakes. <laughs> and follow that Gary. That would follow, help your cause. I think. Follow Gary on Twitter at Gars underscore Poetica. And you can follow me on Twitter at jhicks804. We're talking to you, Cena. Yeah. Bring it. <laughs> We're talking to you because you can't see us. Uh, Shane, yeah, I know I- we don't have a lot of details. We have a win. Do you want to pop that cherry? Dude, yes, the win. Oh, I got the – okay. You have the first win. Pop, That's all I left it. I'm going to pop is I got a new license plate in the mail. It was, it was like, it was the greatest thing I've ever gotten in the mail. It was better than Amazon. Okay. You guys know this feeling when the Amazon box is there, when there's something that you've like been waiting so much for. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last thing that I got from Amazon and I was so excited to open it up, but you just get home and you see the box on the porch in front of your front door and you're like, fuck yes, I'm going inside. I'm going to fucking open this shit up. I What's a good thing you get from Amazon, guys? I don't even—I can't even think of what it is. Oh, I just got Otis's birthday present. It just came in the box. It just came in the mail today. I, I thought you were gonna say the lion's hat. <laughs> no, I got this a minute ago. You can tell. It seems like my head has grown out of it. It's like kind of tiny. But uh, I lost track. Why were we saying that? What was that? Amazon. Exactly? Amazon in the mail. Yeah, but what was before the flu? Oh, yes, I got the flu license plate in the mail. It was amazing. Um, so, anyway, yeah, we're going to pop the cherry. August 20th is going to be the uh, flu day. Um, it's the third Saturday. It's typically the second Saturday, but you know what? We had a couple of people that were missing, namely the commission of this podcast right here. Can't do it without that boy. And Brad mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to make it even. He's going to miss. We can't have we can't have B Gardner missing two years in a row. It just didn't feel right. Absolutely not. Yeah, man. Right. So, flu, 820. Get your shit ready. I'm starting to I'm starting to like brainstorm some games. I'm kind of getting my uh you know starting to get my mind wrapped around a little bit of it. I'm gonna have a beach trip between here and there. And I'm I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna be sitting on the beach playing with my boy and thinking about some flu games. 
So okay, hell yeah. Who okay. won? Who and who won last year again? Remind me. I, I I'm. Was it? Was it? Um. It was Mike. It was, <laughs> it was Mike. Okay. It wasn't. But Marty came. Marty came in second, right? Marty and Mike were the was the championship game. But don't okay. let that be a reflection on the league. <laughs> well, who? Well, who won? Who won Fluke Fest? Fluke Fest. I won. Yeah. Oh my God. First time, baby. <laughs> First time. I was not happy for that. Is there is there really a winner of Fluke Fest? You right. know, that's <laughs> a, they're really a loser in Fluke Fest. No. Is what it is. Yeah, I don't think if you're there, you didn't lose. And yeah, I felt good to win. I'll be honest. It felt really good to win. But mm-hmm. it mostly it just feels good when everybody enjoys it. And we were on the we were on the bus and singing some 80s song that everybody else knew every word to, and I had never even heard. I, I had never heard that. Oh, 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 oh. I'd never heard that song in my life. Oh my god. It's jungle boy. Tarzan boy. Tar- it's Tarzan, Tarzan boy. And we all started singing it. And within, I don't know how this happened, but within 15 seconds of hearing it, I knew the entire song. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Ole Ole Ole. Yeah, it was like a Matrix download or something like that. I just I just loved it as much as everybody else. It was an amazing moment. You got to cherish these moments, you know? Yes. Absolutely. I, I, I struggle. I I never got to do it. I never got to do like a full fluke video because I got people to send me stuff, mm. but I never got. I mean, my computer. This computer's so old, guys. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry, man. Greg had all that video on the GoPro. I never got that. Yeah, it's okay. Wait, who got video last year on the GoPro? Greg had the GoPro the whole time. Oh yeah, Greg did. I forgot. He managed that cool one he put together two years ago. Yeah, that one was sick. Yeah, that one really was. He always mm-hmm. pulls some cool music. Like he's got. He's got some cool music pools. He's a good DJ. He's always, past 20 years, he's always been a good DJ. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, he usually does like 80s and 90s. You can't go wrong with that, you know? 80s, 90s, and 80% Tupac. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. This is true. Guys, let's get into it. Let's let's do it. Hey, can I throw out a shout out? Yes. I've never tried it in my life. My wife, my wife brought it home. Smash on the beach from Devil's Backbone. It's incredible. 7.5% alcohol. It's a great thing. I'm glad you mentioned drinks. But uh, my wife, she drinks just the regular Orange Crush. Mm. That's like her, that's her go-to now. Yeah. Besides the uh, Hardywood has a blackberry. That is absolutely amazing. Mm. And you can cut it with a little bit of lemonade. It's Ooh. like, it's like a high octane summer shandy. Yeah. Stretch hey. Yeah, we we went to Hardywood West Creek, and there, then the girl working the bar said, "Try this," and just did a, not a whole lot, but enough she's to like, cut it, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hey, you look like a guy who like this. Is that pretty yes. much what she said? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even me; it was Rodrigo. Oh, hey, hey. Oh, you know, hey. you knew how Rod likes to get down. So, mm-hmm. well, look, what do you what are you, you drinking? Look pretty Garth? chill, laying, huh? Oh, I'm drinking a PBI, a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Leftover from the draft, very much so. Yes, <laughs> I have. Uh, I have from Flying Dog Pool Hopping. It's a hazy summer ale, also called a deck beer. Yeah. Deck beer, deck beer. Oh, we had the draft. Like, we had the draft. We had our is that like homie hopper. Is that like homie hopper? Yes. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> we had we had our last uh, rookie draft on Saturday. The ma- the majority of us. That was a 14-team super flex. It was a good time. We uh five rounds. We cranked it out. We were done in two hours. What was the worst pick of the draft? 
Uh, that's a good question. Don't you ask the best pick in the draft? That's a better question. That's a nice question. That's being nice. Uh, uh, pick number 40, they allowed me to get Khalil Shakur, and that was my first pick of the draft. Thank you very much. Oh, you got your bill. That was your first pick of the draft that whole time? I had no idea. Yes. Yes. That's why I said, I'm like, oh, first pick, I'm done. Give me the bill. Give me the bill. Give me the bill. Give me a bill. Shane. Honey, I'm out. Shane, this is not to knock you, Ty. James, yeah, Cook yeah. Went, James Cook went fourth overall. I know. It was Brennan. It wasn't even there. Yes. Shout out, shout out to Brennan. So James Cook went fourth overall in both of our drafts. Did he go fourth in Lucha? Yeah, because Dan got him. Or did he go fifth? Yeah, I had pick five. He got, he got him fourth. That's crazy. People are not going to like us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I'm see, there. man. Tyler, Tyler Algier went at 13 overall. Who got him? Those running backs of this draft are moving down yeah. big time. Curtis got him. That's right. Hey, you guys, just real quick off the dome. Who do you like better, Damian Pierce or Algier? Damian Pierce. Me too. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pierce, because like, Cordero's like, there. I like Algier the player better, but, yeah, I like Pierce the situation better. I agree. Boys, let's get into it. Let's talk this NFC North. Let's 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 dive in. Before we dive in, www.theflug.com on Twitter at the flug underscore ff. Listen and subscribe on iTunes and Podbean and Spotify. You can even listen. You can even just go on YouTube and minus it out and press play, and all the pods are on YouTube. It goes for you, John Cena and Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> So let's go. Shane's here. Shane's here tonight. Let's let's get, let's start the let's start on the high note, guys. Let's just go ahead and jump into the Lions. A <laughs> lot of good things have happened. Not a lot of bad things. They're on hard knocks. I am so excited. I haven't been excited for hard knocks in years. I think it's twenty seven days. The count uh, maybe twenty six until the first step. It's going to be so great. Hard cocks. <laughs> hard cocks <laughs> for hard knocks, guys. <laughs> Let's let's jump down how we did it last podcast. Let's go ahead and talk about Jared Goff. I right now, based on my rankings, which I mean, I'm just let's just be honest. I have him as a I have him as a QB two, low end quarterback two. I have I have Jameis Winston above him. I have the dog, Zach Wilson, above him. I got Tannehill above him. Below him, I got guys like Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield. Shane, it's your team. Well, let's go ahead and start with you with your rebuttal. If you think my if the rankings are off, where, where you have them, have at it, boss. Um, I think it's a great ranking. I mean, the you know for for fantasy, he's going to be a good. He's going to be a safe quarterback. He's going to be a lot of people for some reason are really hyping up Kirk Kirk Cousins this year. I don't see why he can't be a Kirk Cousins from last year type quarterback. Um, which would make him a quarterback too, but somewhere like more between 12 and 16 than 16 and 20. You know what I mean? So that's, that's kind of where I see him as a low end, not quite a starter, um, but there's a lot of weapons. I think it's, I think by the year's end, it's going to be hard to choose which uh, wide receiver you really want to start on a week to week basis. Cause I think JMO will be getting in there, but we'll get to that. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's great. I think he's a, would you rank him? What number? I had him. I have him at 23s. I'd rather have him. I'd, I'd put him there closer to, I'd put him up there closer to 18. Yeah. So you have him, you would put him maybe like, you would put Fields and Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance above him. And these are my rankings, not whatever. But you would put yeah. him above Mac Jones, Tannehill, Zach Wilson, Jameis. Without I've, a doubt. I've pretty much faded Tannehill quite a bit, man. Now that AJ yeah. Brown's not there. Mm-hmm. But like um even Mac Jones, I probably would fade a bit. But yeah, I can see I'd probably put J- golf in front of those two guys. Jameis, I'd probably have in front of him. Zach Wilson, too, I'd probably even put back. But. I'm I'd put him as this I put him as high as 15. I like Ooh. I would put yeah, because I mean I like him better than Tua. You don't know what you got with Trey Lance. Trevor Lawrence is a rookie slash second year guy. Justin Fields is on a really bad offense. Jameis got hurt. Zach Wilson, again, same thing as Trevor Lawrence. And then Gary makes a great point about Ryan Tannehill. He doesn't have AJ Brown. And I mean, we'll get we'll get to the weapons, but I mean Jared Goff, look at he's got a lot of he's got a lot of great weapons. I didn't realize he only threw eight interceptions last year. So and sixty-seven percent. So I would I'd put him right below Kirk Cousins, honestly. The other thing about that is the play calling changed a lot when Dan Campbell took over play calling the plays. They were running a lot more, but they were actually doing a lot of screen passes, little things like that. And obviously Amon Ra, that's when he started to explode. Um, but you know, at Baker's best uh, a couple years ago, Baker Mayfield's best. Um, I can see I could see Goff. His with this, if he achieves his highest upside, I could see him doing a you know putting some of those respectable numbers up. But the thing is, it's going to be. I see it as is like Drew Brees back in the old days when you had Devery Henderson, uh, and I won't remember any of the other receivers' names, but it was hard Dante to. Stallworth. What's that? Dante Stallworth. Uh, I think maybe a little bit later than that. You had. Um, anyways. Anyways. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not correcting you. I'm just saying, just from what I remember, uh, yeah. I can't remember any of the guys' names really because there were like five receivers, and it was hard to know. Any of them would probably be mediocre, but uh, you couldn't choose. You, it was hard to know which one was really the guy, which every week. But uh, Drew Brees got his. Um, you know, their tight end always got the, got his. He's still playing. God damn. Uh, oh, what's his name? I can't remember. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can see Jared Goff, at his, if his best-case scenario comes true with a great offensive line, one of the best offensive lines in the league, with J-Mo, DJ Chark, Amon Ra, TJ Hawkinson, um, DeAndre Swift catching passes, I mean, that's five pretty fucking good options. You know what I mean? And his quarterback's coach is Mark Rennell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a lot of position coaches. Position they got I mean, who's to say, too? I mean, he missed three games last season, so, I mean, he could pretty much be throw, like, maybe close to 550, 560 passing attempts. Yeah. So, we'll likely get him over there and maybe maybe even close to 4,000 yards with this uh, wide receiver core that he's got now. So That makes like sense. Yeah. Like, like Shane was saying, too, I mean, it could be a coin flip as to who is going to be the wide receiver to choose by end of the season, but – Still, I mean, golf can pretty much – he can escalate pretty well with all that. Not only that, they got, they got Quentin Cephas, they got Khalif Raymond, they got Josh Reynolds. 
Josh Reynolds Josh gives Reynolds. him that Josh Reynolds gives him that height. He gives him that six three height. And Khalif Raymond, who will probably get buried, he's not a bad player. He really is not. He's no, not at all. He's really, he made some clutch catches last year. Yeah. Yeah. He he was he was great. He was good in the slot and he was a good kick returner and punt returner. They they got six. Basically, any other receiver is going to be fighting for uh, wide receiver seven, but they got yeah. six six decent receivers. I yeah. think I think the six are locked in. I really do. It's a big fucking talent change from what it was last year. This time last year, <clears throat> it was a whole nother thing. And they've, I mean, it's, it, the team has changed. There's still work to be done on the defense, but the fucking, I mean, the offense, I'm thinking it looks pretty good. Well, let's, t- let's, let's jump to the wide receivers. Let's talk about this target breakdown, which you guys know I love to do. I love to do. So Amon Ra finished the season with 119. And he, and we were talking uh, Gary and Ty and I were talking about this before the pod started. Amon Ra finished the season white fire hot. One guy. Four. The last four games he had a touchdown in each game. I think Ty said five out of six, actually. Yep. And, and then the la- then the last six games of the season, he had over he had 10 plus targets. So he was yeah, and, and he, he was he was scorched earth, guys. Yeah, he had eight catches and 73 yards in all six games. Yeah, he was he was something else. So, like I said, so he finished the season with 119 targets. You got Hawkinson. We'll, we'll get to him shortly. 84 targets. Khalif Raymond, who you guys just mentioned, 71. DeAndre Swift, 78. We'll get to Swift in a little while. Nobody else won over 50 targets. Where Do you guys think Amon Ross sticks with that many? He, he played all 17 games, so he played the full season. Hawkinson only played 12 and got 84. You have to think he's going to get more than that. He's going to flirt with 100, right? Clay Raymond, I know you guys just talked him up, but I feel like they did, They added DJ Chark, and yep. you just got Jamison Williams. I feel like he's going down. Mm-hmm. You guys, I mean, you guys tell me. So a lot of, one of the critiques on Amon Ra this year is that those six great games he had, um, Hawkinson was missing for five of them. So that's one of the big critiques is if, if one of these guys is going to be a target hog, it's going to cannibalize the other. But with a better offense, I don't know that that's necessarily true. There could be room for both. <clears throat> the thing is, if they play up to their potential, there could be room for DJ Chark to flirt with. I think there's room for him to flirt with 100. Amon Ra to flirt with 100. Hawkinson to flirt with 100. And man, when JMO comes in, it's gonna be a whole thing. You know, <laughs> he's gonna be out there revving on them. I mean, he's he's just gonna be nasty. And uh, right now, they're saying he could be coming back after the bye, which is I think week week six. Um, but dude, <clears throat> oof, it's it, it, that's I mean that's the that's the lid lifter. This this team, I, I just don't remember ever being this excited. Yeah, like uh, most injuries are definitely what hurt last season. But, I mean, yeah. you got to think, too, they got to capitalize on the red zone because they were 29th last season Yeah, in all of them. Uh, so, I mean, this is something I – mean, but like you said, I, I'm excited for this offense in general. But they just need yeah. to, like, be able to have the right game plan going in and just capitalize on that red zone. And I think they're going to be legit. Dude. And, 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 and I big on the position coaches, Antoine randall is their wide receiver coach. Yep. I, not a bad, not a bad guy to learn from. 
there was this there was a an amazing video for diehard Lions fans, but it showed them on draft night. And um they were you could see Brad Holmes and he's sitting there and he's he's got his plan and Dan Campbell's sitting there right next to him and it's, he's like, Hey man, this is all going like it should. And then when the Saints took uh who's the wide receiver they took? Alave. Alave. Alave, really smooth guy. I like him a lot too. But when the Saints took Alave at seven, they instantly they were like, Yep. Let's do it. They got. They both got hyped, and he called the Vikings. I think it was the Vikings pick. Well, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, they called him, and he he had already had a plan in place, and he was just like, "Hey, man, let's pull the trigger. Let's do it." And they they knew they were coming up to get JMO. Oh man, it's just ah, so hype. It's just. It, doesn't everybody want to be a Lions fan right now? I mean, let's be <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's that Kool Aid, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we mentioned. We mentioned that Swift, DeAndre Swift, had 78 targets last year. Let's take a jump to the running backs real quick. So you have DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, who had almost a split in rushing attempts. They both played 13 games. Jamal Williams actually outcarried him by two. Jamal Williams had 153 to Swift's 151. Their average Swift uh, 4.1 to Jamal Williams 3.9. But the difference is is a, is a receiving game. Swift had 50 more targets, 78 to 28. Shane, again, I'm coming to you first because you're the Lions guy. Do you think the trend continues? Again, again, these guys both yeah. missed four games. Uh, looked at it, DeAndre Swift, he missed. He started hot, and then I looked at the Steelers game. He had 33 carries. And I think two games after that, he fell off. He he missed all of December due to injury. But uh, let me pass it to you. Uh, yeah, and he also missed – he also missed late in the season because it, he's the running back of the future. And it, Dan Campbell knew he was like, all right, look, we're, we're going to play him, but we're not going to stress him because it's not about this year, but it's perfect the way that it is um, because Swift, he's got the Swift has the carries. Jamal Williams comes in to spell him and they've got a good relationship. And the lions, the way that the lions use them is they complement each other extremely well. And Jamal Williams, people love Jamal Williams. I mean, he's a, this dude is a dude, you know what I mean? And he is not, he is not afraid to not be the star. He knows what the deal is. He knows Swift is the dude and he comes in and he, and, but Jamal Williams will come in. He'll get you three yards twice. You know, he'll get you, he'll grind out four yards on second down. He'll grind out three yards on third down, you know, and then it's, you know, and then if you need a play, that's when you're going to put Swift in. Um, And well, and whoever else becomes this offense's go-to or it's going to be multiple guys, I think. And I just, uh, but I do see the split being similar um, because that's what it's going to take to keep Swift, Swift healthy is a, is a near even split, but staying just like you said, Swift getting more targets. I'll, I'll say two things. Yeah. Jamal Williams knows from basically backing up Aaron Jones all those years that, Hey, you know, someone else is a guy, but, so Deuce Staley is their running backs coach. Again, another known name, a known, I was about to say no, uh, known name NFL former running back Gary Allen. Know who he is, obviously. He kind of called out DeAndre Swift this year. He said he needs to know what the difference is between being hurt and being injured. That's right. That's a, and that's a reference from the program, if anybody's ever seen that movie with James Conn, R.I.P. Um so that's going to be – and this is his third year. So – and they and, and to me, after your third year, you've got you to be able to grasp 
the playbook and you got to be able to be, especially in his case, he needs to become that superstar. So being called out that you're too, too injured, that could, that could motivate him. That's, that's basically calling someone soft and no man or woman likes to be called soft. Let's be honest. So that's a big deal. What do you think? What do you, so Ty, what do you think? You think, um, I mean, you, you see the splits, you saw some games. I mean, yeah. You think they still want Jamal Williams being in there to handle about half of the carries? What's your what's your read? I mean, I would say like 60-40, yeah. maybe swift, but yeah, Jamal Williams, you you're you're spot on. You're spot on, uh, Shane. Jamal Williams is that guy that you, you can't you can't not play him. Yeah. Because he brings he brings that he brings the juice or he bring he brings the sauce, as the kids say these days. Um as but the kids yeah. Say. You, I, I think a lot of younger kids at work. Um, you can't not play him. And you're absolutely right. Uh, Swift, the injuries have been a problem. So you got to keep them fresh. Yeah, you cannot play Jamal Williams. That's that's death to your team. Oh, and one more thing. Craig Reynolds ain't bad either. No. He, he kind of popped up at the end of the season. Greg, I mean, Gary, get in there. I feel like I'm hogging it. No, you're right. Like, Craig, I mean – Greg Reynolds, like, he basically grinded it out when both guys weren't available last season. Yeah. Um, he was – he might have, like, helped out some fantasy uh, managers for the end of the season as well. Yeah. So, I mean, he's still on the depth chart. I think he's third uh, running yeah. back in. So, I mean, he's definitely capable of, you know, spelling for either one of these guys who might not be able to play. Shane, he was introduced, if you don't remember, after a second day of being on the team in a preseason game against – and he popped off for like 83 on 10 or something. I said, who the hell is this guy? And <laughs> found, found out that he had been on the team for like two days. They basically had just given him the playbook. He's like a walk-on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so like, yeah, he... Sorry, oh. go ahead. So go ahead, go ahead. I got to be careful falling no. in love with my Lions in preseason games because the last one to get nuts was Amir Abdullah. And I was like, this guy is God. <laughs> Jamar Jefferson was a rookie last year. Yes, he was a draft pick last year. Okay, he didn't do nothing. Yeah, he didn't do. Yeah, he only had. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do much. He had a rush. He had one touchdown. Yeah. So was this dude Godwin equal? Uh, whatever. But he's a special teamer. All right. So I have. I've got. What do I have him? I got Swift as number eight. He's my number eight running back in redraft right now. I've Ooh. got McCaffrey, Najee, Dalvin. And then I have Swift. I have right below him. I have Lenny, Aaron Jones, Kamara, Chubb. What do you, you guys tell me? Bash me, <laughs> if you will. Um, just because I well, does anybody else want to go first? Go ahead, Ty. Um, I'm just looking at the list. I mean, I might have them a little lower. Like, I might have Lenny and Aaron Jones maybe higher, but, like, I would definitely have them higher than Kamara based off of what Kamara's legal issues are or whatever yeah. the hell they are. He could drop then, down real quick. Yeah, so I might have them, like, a couple of spots below that, but, like, I would have them above Saquon because, you know, Saquon hasn't been anything since his rookie year. I, I damn sure would have them way above Cam Akers. Everybody's high on Cam, Cam Akers, but he just – he just tore his Achilles. So, I mean, so, yeah, I might have him a couple spots below, but 
I would love to see DeAndre Swift play 17 games. I'd love to see a 100% uh, DeAndre Swift. Talent's there. Yep. So. Guys, you got anything to say about this? No, I think he's kind of in the right place. I, I would probably almost put him as a top five, tell you the truth, because if you Ooh. look – well, look at those targets that he got last season. He only played 13 games. Uh-huh. That's yeah, true. what, 80 like targets? That. That's a lot of targets for any kind of running back. Um, right. We've been talking about lat like a week or so ago. We're like – um, who was it? Uh, shit. I think it was Josh Jacobs who only had like 30 to 40. Well, when you have a running back who's doubling that, let alone missing four to five games, that's a big amount of fantasy points right there on the, I'm with, on the table. I'm with you. I went back it, after we did the AFC West podcast. I moved Eckler up because he had he had nine, I think ninety four targets. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean that's him, him and Jacobs. Him and Jacobs came in the same draft, right? Swift weren't they the same draft? Twenty twenty? Yeah. No, I think it was the year after. Okay. Yeah. This, yeah. this is this is a uh, yeah. Oh, Jacobs was twenty nine. Yeah, you're right. Montgomery mm-hmm. and uh, Josh Jacobs came the same draft. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay. Swift and Chubb were my. I, I, they were they were in the same draft. Uh, I think. But I, Josh, to answer your question, I would I would have him down a couple. I would um, just like Ty said, Aaron Jones in front in front of him, and I'd have Nick Chubb in front of him. Uh, I just think he's a better pure runner. And I do like his targets, um, but – and I also like the opportunity for Saquon Barkley. I would have him above him as well. But that's – I think I'm out on the limb with that. You're good. You're good. That's why we talk about it. Let's like jump to – let's jump to your boy, Hawk. I, I I think saying he's not a tight end one is, is stupid, obviously. I think everybody has him in tight end one territory. And in all honesty, it's, it's – to be a tight end one, I mean, obviously there's only 12, but – if, I mean, you're a premier tight end. You're you're in it, you know. Yeah. So I had him. What do I, I have him as number seven. Yeah. I got Schultz, Pitts, Andrews, Waller, Kittle, Kelsey above him. I'd go there and Hawkinson, you know, and then you bring in you can bring in Knox because I think I am actually a little higher on him than others. Tell me if I'm wrong, but he's right there, and I think, like we said, he had what eighty. He missed five games last year, guys, and had 84 targets. Yeah. So a full season puts him his yard. I think, his yards. I, I think, mean, go ahead, Ty. No, I was just gonna say I think I think that one I definitely agree. I think seven is perfect because I mean it's it's hard. To, uh, you have the list up again. It's it's kind of hard. I mean, if you're number seven and you're behind guys like Schultz, Pitts, Andrews, Waller, Kittle, and Kelsey, I mean that's nothing to yawn about. That's nothing to be like, well, damn, what the. You know what the beep? Uh, that's that's a that's a tough that's a tough top six to crack. Mm-hmm. So, I think I think that's a good uh, seven is a good ranking. I'm with you. I'm with you, Shane. I mean, let's wrap up the line, Shane. Anything else you want to throw out there? Yeah. Or the rest of you guys? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll say the offensive line. This will be what their sec- all those guys are coming back. You got a first yeah. rounder and Sewell. Uh, last year, you had uh, Jonah Jackson, third rounder, a couple years ago. Uh, and then, you know, Eric uh, Taylor Decker was a first rounder 2016. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple guys, there was a couple, there was a couple guys hurt last year. I think Frank Ragnow missed a bunch of games, and Evan Brown was the backup, and he, he actually played pretty well. Now, all those guys are coming back. This line is looking all five are back. 
I, Shane, I, I, like I said, I don't want to blow smoke up your ass, but this is this team is looking really good. Brad Holmes. I want a butt chug smoke. I, I want a butt chug. Blow it off. Come on, baby. Give me Brad, a shot. Yeah. Brad, Brad, Brad Holmes. Brad Holmes is doing a great job. I really, I really believe that. And I, I also forgot Chris Spielman is like the special assistant to President CEO. Yeah. Uh, uh, Martha, Kim, Martha, him. Martha, yeah, dude, they got him back in the building. They're getting, they're trying to get the, they're trying to get position players as coaches. They're trying to get the former legends involved and back in the building. They're going to do, they did the right thing by paying uh, or like settling their, whatever they had with Calvin. I think they're going to have Calvin back in that building some more. I think it's, I just, I think it's great. I, I, I'm telling you, man, I might win. Sunkiss. One. One more thing, and it's about defense. Does Jeff Okuda finally live up to? I can't put hope into that yet. I can't. I gotta see something. I mean, I it, he was garbage when healthy, and then he was injured. So, I mean, they put a lot on him though. Uh, that gnome. What's that dude's name? The uh, from the Patriots, the fucking gnome. Oh, Trey Flowers. No, no, the coach. Belichick. Oh, Matt Patricia. Patricia. Yeah. yeah, it's like some sort of evil known from the Smurf. That's all. But yeah, no, I Shane. They, this is they're they're doing it right. They're gonna get it right. They got this. Uh, I can't remember his name. They got this middle linebacker in like the fifth round, and they oh Malcolm Rodriguez. Yeah, I like him. People are Shane, saying I, people are saying he might be doing something. Shane, I like him. He had like yeah. 140, 40 some tackles last year. Yeah, sixth six round. I think it got him in the sixth round. Shane. You could be right. Yeah, you could be right. Where'd he go? Oklahoma State. Okay, but he's undersized. He, you know, he's got short arms. He's not the. He's not a typical guy that you would want there. But he just he he's a like a beast. He's a worker, and he just every time they're saying every time every practice he's been at, he's just a worker, and he's he seems like the type of guy that's gonna. They're not gonna be able to tell him no. He's gonna be on hard now. He's gonna be one of the guys for sure. Dude, no, Shane, I, I like his tape. I really do. Yeah. So. Let's wrap Good it up. Let's 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 jump to maybe the low team on the NFC North, but I think there's still a lot of fantasy to be covered. Mm. And let's let's go to the Bears. And the it starts. And it starts. I mean, the top. I mean, the high point. The whole. The new nucleus is Justin Fields, guys. Twelve games last year. They who else did they had Trubisky? Did no, not Trubisky. Nick Foles in there. Yeah, Trubisky. I'm sorry, playing quarterback no. in there. No, Dalton. Trubisky Dalton and Foles. Go. Dalton and Foles. Yep. And it, I mean, it was just a conundrum. Fields played twelve games. He didn't have over two thousand yards passing through. Seven touchdowns, ten interceptions. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. It's kind of a you know, race, erase that. Yeah, you don't, and you have a new coaching staff in here. You got a whole new everything. This is gonna be a, like a rebuild year, whatever you want to call it, probably. But I think just people are big on Justin Fields just for the rushing potential. He had seventy-two carries last year, four hundred twenty yards, two touchdowns rushing. They, I think. They tried to do some stuff in free agency to upgrade a wide receiver. Ah, oh, you do? <laughs> they tried. I think I just, you know, you come up, it's like an auction draft. You come in, 
with a, you know a certain value and they didn't you know it's a bit low they're like me they're a cheapskate so let's let's circle back to uh not my spending preferences but justin fields guys how are you on him uh let's let's dynasty everybody's i'd traded for him I'd, i did a big trade for him in uh my Good super flex yes but it's fine you weren't hearing it. It's all good. It's no, I mean, I appreciate your opinion. I just, I, I you know, I'm gambling and that's what we're doing when we're playing fantasy football. Okay. So let's go to, let's, we can touch on dynasty. Let's talk redraft right now, since we are trending more towards the redraft season right now, guys, I, we, I, we touched on it a little while ago. I have him number 18. I got Trevor Lawrence, above him, Trey Lance, Tua, Kirk Cousins, right below him. I have Max Jones, Tannehill, Zach Wilson, James Winston, and the aforementioned Jared Goff. Where you, where do, what do you guys think? Are you guys, if you if you're drafting with a QB one, probably not happy. You'll know early on if it was a good bet. It's, I mean, it's going to be you're you're taking a risk. I mean, I feel like you'd be taking a pretty late quarterback if he's your quarterback one. Yeah, if you want to do late round yeah. quarterbacks, I mean, he's probably one to do along yeah. with like a Kirk Cousins or a Derek Carr. Pair him up with that. I kind of like that, or maybe even Tua, seeing which one can get the bigger upside. But I mean, you got to think this whole team, like, look, look, look at all the rankings. Like none of these guys, except maybe David Montgomery is usually like a top 20, you know? Yeah. So no wide receivers, tight end, Cole Komet. He's pretty much low value now. He's like a mid range uh, tight end too, you know? Yeah. I yeah. I love the, ta- love the talent of fields, but yeah, basically what Gary and, Chain of insane. Yeah. I mean, their overall offense last year was 24th in the league. Um, I know that was mainly like Andy Dalton playing what the first few games. And then mm-hmm. you had Fields, who pretty much, you know, he has rushing upside, which is great. That's what we all want. Um, mm-hmm. Just wondering if his completion percentage can like rise, hopefully, like to upper 60s, you know. Uh, Obviously, Dar- Darnell Mooney is the one who capitalized for that team last year, and that's something that we got to um, – it's not really a good thing when you're a fifth-round wide receiver is your number one. No, but he's pretty good. Tyreek yeah, Hill, Ty Hill was a fifth-round pick. Yeah, there's there are fifth-rounders that it's, break through. And, I'm pretty sure Antonio Brown was a fifth-rounder. I digress. Yeah. He, he seems like the type that's kind of breaking out, like, I agree with you, Gary. Like, you don't want a fifth rounder to be your number one unless he's one of these guys that kind of breaks free. And right. Darnell Mooney seems to me like he's – On Diggs. Yeah, Diggs, yeah. He got it. Darnell Mooney kind of feels like that type of guy. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I haven't owned any shares of Darnell Mooney, but, I mean, I'm open to the possibility. But I'd like him as, like, a wide receiver three. Oh, I'll, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Upset, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, guys, let's – I think when you come to the Bears receiving game going to last year, and again, it's a whole new regime there, but the elephant in the room is Allen Robinson was on the team, quote-unquote, but was he really on the team? It didn't seem like it. No. So, there, so, so there. I mean, again, you can blow up all the stats from last year. Did, Mark, did Mooney have 140 targets? Amazing. Yes, he went over 1,000 yards. Yes, love it. He, I'm a Darnell Mooney guy. Yeah, I like him. So, 
sorry, Garz, didn't mean to jump you, but I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them, but it's just when the whole team, I don't know, it's hard to look at the Eagles last year. And I mean, having a first rounder as your first round, I mean, you're number one and still didn't pan out. It's kind of like you need a legitimate bet mm-hmm. to pretty much help out. But yeah. like we were talking about, like nobody would on the off season during free agency really want to come on to this team. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you could have you could have your third round choice, Bellis Jones, who's already twenty five years old, and really was mainly a kick returner and punt returner. He could be your number two. I mean, that that was basically what he was. I mean, he don't get me wrong, he ran like a four three some. I mean, he was lightning fast, but he was mostly a kick returner and punt returner his seven years of college or whatever it was. So. Yeah, uh, I'm with Shane. You got Equimus St. Brown and Byron Pringle. They're they're good, like four or five, number four, or number five receivers, but they may end up being your number two and number three. I just go off, you know, Pringle being a chief previously, eight touchdowns last year. He, I mean, I wouldn't look, I would, if he's a wide receiver too, I guess I'll, I'll throw some bias and. Is he gonna be a home run hitter? Absolutely not. I don't. Never mind. I shut up. Keep going. Gary, how do you feel about Pringle? You've got him on your dynasty team. I, he's a good death piece. Yeah. Uh, like I, he's not one that I'm gonna you know put in the starting lineup from time to time. I want to see how he pans out with Chicago because you know he's like he was with Kansas City. He's gonna have his good games here and there, yeah. mm-hmm. and then like yeah, exactly. You don't know when. It's kind of like the old school. Amari Cooper, but a little bit worse. <laughs> and without the hype. Yeah, exactly. Hey, um, but, but I like Pringle. He's a he's a he's a vet that a, a a QB can kind of rely on, you know, and being in the right spot when he needs him. I guess you can say. I wonder if you would want to make a live on podcast trade right now. All right. Oh my, let's go. I would give you KJ Hamler for Pringle and a third. We can talk after the draft. Or after he didn't the, say after no. He didn't Bye. say no. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a no. There wasn't a no. He didn't say no. Guys, let's all right. So let's go to let's go David Montgomery. 13 games last year, 225 carries, which you I mean you add four more games to that. He's what's I don't know. What's that? 250, two I don't know. Pretty oh, good. Wow. Yeah, that's a and so two what he had five touch seven touchdowns. I'm sorry. And then you have clear, clear Herbert from Virginia Tech. Love Khalil Herbert this year. 100, 103 attempts, 433 yards, two touchdowns, great handcuff. Where, where are you guys at on David Montgomery? I got him at – I got him at RB21. Hmm. RB20. 20, I'm sorry, 20. Uh – I like him above Dobbins and Akers because again, I'm I'm big on the injuries, so I might have him like at 18, but that's probably as high as I would go. As go, I, I mean, he feels just like a James Conner type, if you ask me. I mean, a player that I don't love necessarily, but he's going to get touches, and he's going to get valuable touches, I think. So I mean, even when Fields, I mean, it was Trey Sermon that was along Fields, like when they're at Ohio State. Fucking sermon would have 300 rushing yards in some games, dude. 
So, I mean, it, that's Sermon. But we're talking about somebody who's like a more versatile back. So I could see Montgomery having a pretty good season. Like, I mean, like Ty said, like it, I'm going to be honest, I dropped Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins down a little bit too um, because of their injuries. But um, can you go back to your rankings, Josh? I would probably put Montgomery a little bit over there ahead of them. I would, yeah, I would, I would take him over Gibson if, if they're both of them were on the clock. I don't like Gibson, mm-hmm. but um, I wouldn't love it. I mean, he's just not a guy that I love. Right. Montgomery but, has like more, yeah. you know, work. I mean, he's got he's got guaranteed work. I feel like and yeah, more rapport. These guys, it's there's a lot of upside in having a running back that you know you can get his handcuff. Uh, just like a guy we're going to talk about later with um. Oh God. AJ uh, that one, but that's a different situation to me. But the Vikings guys, Madison, that, oh, Madison, yeah. Alexander Madison. If you, when you know that you've got the handcuff for sure in late rounds, I feel like that adds a lot of upside. And I feel yeah. like Leo Herbert is that guy. Mm, absolutely. It's a lot different than like an Eagles situation where uh, it's all messy. It's messy. That's right. Yeah. You couldn't <laughs> find a better word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you said it perfect. Oh, it's all messy. <laughs> it's messy. It's messy. So your kid was supposed to clean his room and you walk in, you're like, oh, yeah, it's a mess. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, clean it up. It's messy back there. Lionel, messy. <laughs> another, another football. Guys, let's uh, let's wrap up the Bears. Let's talk. Cole Komet, he played the full season last year, his rookie season, caught 60 targets for. Caught 60 for on 93 targets. He didn't have a touchdown. He he's the Miles Sanders of tight ends last year. Where do you guys? I have him. I think I have him in the top. Where do I have him? Yeah, I'm 16. It looks like. Where do I have him down? Farther down than what I thought. No, he's up at 16. No, you're up 16. Yeah. Yeah, I got him at 16. I like where you have him. I think he could go higher, but I think it's hard to predict that. But I think he could be a fire move type. Why not? Yeah, I, Actually, yeah, I agree. But he could he could also be one of these dude, why couldn't he be why couldn't he be number two target? I mean he was last year. And if they got fields playing all year, if for some reason the offense is better, I don't know why it would be. But <laughs> I, could, I mean he could do a lot better. Dude, can you go back to the Chicago Bears stats? Yeah. Oh no, I can't because Josh is left. Well anyway, no, it said fucking Darnell Mooney had 140 targets and yeah. only, only caught 81. Yep. Yeah, because Fields was throwing a lot of deep passes. I think uh, I heard something months back about how Fields threw the most deep balls. All um, right. But still, like, I mean, that's almost half of your targets that you're missing. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown caught 90 of his 100. Nine or one hundred nineteen. Yeah, 19. but his it was different passes. That's the thing. That's the it's it's such a different game that golf and fields play. You know, the mm-hmm. rushing's one thing, but also Amon Ra was catching short passes. You know, ten yards, ten ten yards and less. And I think right, I mean, of, trust me. I mean, uh, trust me. No, you trust me. <laughs> Deep. Trust. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I like possession wide receivers, man, because you're. You're basically 
guaranteed to get catches of all of these targets because 80 yeah. catches off 140 targets. That's not too stellar. I don't care how deep you're passing because shit, dude, you could catch a fucking seven yard slant and go to the house with it too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. You said fuck. We could have gone non explicit tag this time. Hmm. Anything else on the Bears, guys? F star CK. <laughs> if you got that. Yeah, we're back. We're back on the non-explicit. No, nothing else on these receivers. Bear down. You, you, okay, one question. Is it possible Cole Komet is second in targets on this team yet again this year? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I yep. think it's unlikely. I think it's Pringle. Yeah. Ooh. I think it's Pringle or, you know, we saw Josh, you just pulled it up, but uh, Nikhil Harry's here now, isn't he? I forgot to mention, yes. Very yeah. good. I mean, he's a guy who, coming out of uh, dynasty drafts, a lot of dynasty nerds, such as myself, were crazy about him. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. I still think Cole commits number two. You do? Yeah. That's fair. You're, you, no, you're absolutely right, Shane. The, the free agent, that, I thought they could have done a better job. I know, like Josh said, they went cheap and all, but I thought they could have done a better job. Like, you know, somebody, look, look, fuck. Look at, look at the, like, Look at the court. Look at like what the Jaguars did, which we'll talk about in the next podcast. But look what the Jaguars went out and did for Trevor Lawrence. Look what Mac, what the Patriots did for Mac Jones. Look what the Jets did for Zach Wilson. They got Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. The Bears, it felt like they were just putting a band aid on a, or yeah, they were putting a band aid on something that needed more than just a band aid. Which might mean that the new coaching staff. Doesn't care for fields. Oh, that's bold, but that's yeah, I like that. That's, that's a, like a that's, that's, a, a, that's a good point. Shay. That's a long game. That's a long game. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's all I got. Let's jump. Let's jump. Another baby warp speed. Let's go. Let's go to the Vikings. Let's go to the Vikings. Uh, new coach, and I just think there's a lot. There's a lot of fantasy, again in there. I don't know if this is a playoff team. But the fringe playoff team, NFL-wise, in my opinion, I think it's a fantasy-wise, there's a lot. Kirk Cousins, Shane said it. I think you're a little down on him. A lot of the fantasy community is up on him. They think he's like the the fringe in the fringe QB1 territory. It's because they're just coming around. He's always been there. He has Nothing's ever changed. It's just people like open their eyes and they're like, oh, my God. He's always done this. Well, but <laughs> – well, I know we're going to get into it, but let's be honest. He has Justin Jefferson, who is arguably a top three receiver. Yes. Oh, man. I don't even know who could argue with that. He's amazing. So when you have a guy like that, yeah, you're going to be somewhat high on a quarterback, no matter who the hell he is. Mm-hmm. Oops, or... I bet. <laughs> no, yeah. that star. But, yeah. Are you good, Ty? Keep going. No, I was just going to say, I mean, it's – it's kind of like, I mean, obviously the Vikings receivers are better than the Bears, but I mean, again, after you got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, maybe KJ Osborne, who do you have a receiver? Yeah. It's kind of, they're kind of built like the Titans were last year when they had Julio, Derrick Henry, and AJ Brown. Look how that happened. Well, Ooh. there's at least one person here who loves their tight end. <laughs> speaking, 
Gary. Gary loves him <laughs> so much. Which is Gloat. Gloat Drakowski. Yes. Let's all right. Let's go back to Kurt, guys. Yeah, my bad. Five. No, you got no five. He missed one game last year. Wait. Whoa. Didn't somebody just say tight end? Why are we passing up that uh, ass? Let's get to <laughs> I'm kidding. There's no, there's no winning. He missed one game last year. He had 561 attempts, 4,222 yards, 33 touchdown, guys. I've got him. Again, this is just me. Where do I have him? You have him at 14. 14. I got him 14. at 14. So, yeah, I got Brady. I got Hurts above him. I got Carr above him. I got Tua, Trey Lance, and Trevor Lawrence below him. I th- I think he's there. I think he's there. Like I would be, if if you're in one of the guys like me that I like in redraft, I'd go late quarterback. He, I mean, he fits the mold, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's safe. Yeah, yeah. He's just like golf, if you ask me. I mean, I said it earlier, but he's safe. He's just like yeah. I mean, he. That's pretty much I the attempt. Attempts he had like this season is pretty much what I'm seeing like golf probably a little bit more. I know he only Again, played 16 games, but for for fantasy football purposes, you love him. If you're a Minnesota Viking fan, you're you're agonizing over him. They're the most they're the most frustrating team. They're one of the most frustrating teams because they have talent like Cook, Jefferson, and Thielen, but they can't get it done when it counts. But yeah, I think I think. I think you have cousins at the right one. I think 14 is a good uh, number for him. I agree. Let's jump down to the, we are talking about the wide receivers. Of course, Justin Jefferson, he, uh, he's in everybody's top five easily. And then of course, you know, we're all splitting hairs. So 160, holy shit, 167 targets last year, uh, 16, uh, 1600 yards, 10 touchdowns. And then you got Adam Thielen guys who missed four games, still caught 10 touchdowns. On thirteen and thirteen games, sorry, yeah, guys. Do you think uh, just Justin Jefferson? I don't know if we need to touch on him that much. I mean, he's the top five. It is what like he's in my number one. Yeah, I have a number three, but yeah, we're splitting hairs, guys. It's stealing. <laughs> it's stealing being slept on. I think people have just wiped him off. He had ten touchdowns last year. He always has a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's but he's been injured. He's been injured. I think I think like three of the last seasons he's missed quite a few games. He's getting up there in yeah. age. He, I mean yeah. he's like he's thirty. He's thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Ooh. And here's the thing with Irv Smith healthy. Um Adam Thielen's not a big guy or anything like that. You know, he's he's a smaller dude. I mean, if Irv Smith is healthy and he takes away from that red zone tight that red zone touchdown share, because Irv Smith's uh rookie year, he had seven touchdowns, I believe. I'm sure a fanboy down there can correct me, but uh, <laughs> I can check. But I mean, I think it's possible that Adam Thielen's not going to be such a red zone target hog if Herb Smith is healthy. That makes sense. And you also have KJ Osborne seven touchdowns, which I would have never guessed that. I wouldn't. You know? Like, yeah. No. University of Buffalo, by the way. Um, <laughs> Herb does. Well, well, we'll get the tight ends. Never mind. We'll get the tight ends. Uh, Irv had five two years ago. Five. So, I mean, I guess I could see the regression from Thielen. And obviously, the world sees that. Yeah. So, because he would have gotten, gotten 100 targets if he had played all 17 games. Absolutely. And I don't know. 
And I don't know, and I don't know if Tyler Conklin gets 87 targets. I'm hearing some uh, KJ Osborne is somebody to look into too. Yeah. So I mean, he's definitely a somebody to keep on your radar. As it's like maybe a last end, like end the draft. How much higher could Justin Jefferson's targets go? It's 167 last year. There's no way. It can't I go mean, I'm, with, I'm, I'm with Josh. I'm with Josh. Yeah. What about fucking uh, Cooper Cup? He had 198 last season. So he had 10. That's 10 a game. 167 is about 10 a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why can't he have 12 a game? Not to translate, well, but Dalvin Cook missed four games last year. There's there's your targets. Sorry. And, and, and Irv. And Irv. And I would say Minnesota probably runs it more than uh, the Rams. The Minnesota's running backs are better than the Rams' running backs, too. For sure. I mean, I, I would dare say I would take Matt, I would take Madison over Henderson and Cam Akers. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You're taking Madison over Cam Akers? Yes. No, you're not. Just stop no, talking. Yes, I am. <laughs> Just stab. Silly boy. Gary, Gary mediates. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I hey, mean, just... if you want him as your running back, I get it, but not in this scenario. No, 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 not no, no. I think I'm talking. I'm sorry. I'm talking real football. Oh, like, I think Matt. I think Madison's a better player than Acres. We're talking real football, like not fantasy you. football. That's what I meant. Let me let me preface that. But. No, I think I think Jefferson gets still gets 150 targets. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. he's getting he's getting 180 this year. Woo! <laughs> and 12 tutties. Oh, dude, he's my he's my wide receiver one. I can, he's sick. I can see that. I can see 12 touchdowns. I like Chase better than him, but splitting hairs. Dude, tight, tight ends and TDs all day. Come on now. <laughs> well, then, Gary, let's th- throw us an Irv Smith stat line for 2022. An Irv Smith Smith stat line? Um, yeah. can okay. I, can, I ask, can I ask a question first? Irv is 95, 95, no, 93 targets and yeah, 60, 67 catches. Four? Four. Uh, we'll go like, we'll go 656. How many touchdowns? Four touchdowns. Okay. Ty, go ahead. You... No, he answered. I was going to ask, does, does Irv Smith get 87 targets like Tyler Conklin? But he just answered that question. Mm-hmm. With the full season, he can probably get like around 90-ish, 93. So we hit on wide receivers. We hit on tight ends. Let's let's go to – let's go to Dalvin Cook. Let's, let's just do it. He's a top – some people have a, t- a top five tight end this year. Running back, I'm sorry. I got a number seven. I got Najee McCaffrey above him. M- Mixon Eckler. Missed four games. 249 attempts. 1,159 yards and six touchdowns. You have Alexander Madison. He only missed one game. 134 attempts. 491 yards. Three touchdowns. Let's go to receiving. Let's check out the receiving numbers. Dalvin had 39, 49 targets to Madison's 39. Where are you guys at, boys? I think I have him above McCaffrey. 
because McCaffrey just stays injured. But other than that, I, I like the top five. I've just got a feeling that this is the year for Dalvin to get hurt and miss miss a lot of games. I've just got this feeling, but it's not based on anything in reality. He's never played a full season yet, too, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, this is the the one, like, is this it? So, I see him at least playing tank. He's kind of like – he's getting, like, to the, like, you know, the Julio factor. Like, you don't know what games he's going to be able to play. I give him, like, at least a decent, you know – three-fourths of the season this season. Yeah. I think after this season, it's going to start trending downwards. But, I mean, when he's on the field, dude, he's legit. I mean, you can't, oh, he's you can't deny that. Yeah. He's sick. He's – oh, man, he's one of my favorite running backs to watch. Is Madison y'all's number one handcuff? No. A.J. Dillon? We'll get there. I'd say A.J. Dillon. Ramondre is a pretty good handcuff. Yeah, there's different type of handcuffs, yeah. It's it's hard. It's a really tough question. Like yeah. even, I like Michael Carter as a handcuff. I like <laughs> – Get off, Obviously. Mike. What? Dude, he's such a <laughs> good guy. All these Javante William, uh, Williams uh, lovers, and who's backing him up at UNC? And they look like Tevin Coleman and fucking what's his name back in the day. Devontae Freeman. Yeah. Man, whatever. All right. (laughs) Whatever. You just watch. (laughs) It depends on how you categorize them. I mean, if AJ Dillon is a handcuff like Madison, AJ Dillon is, and it's easy. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Ramondre is an interesting one. Very much so. What? In a 12-team startup, Dalvin is a first-round pick. I don't think anybody's arguing that, right? No, absolutely not. Where do you draft Madison? 12-team 12 12 redraft. 12th round, 13th. You think he makes it that far? I don't think he makes it that far, dude. Probably. I'm we're, in, we're in Scott Fish, and like he's not even off the board at round 14. And that's a you. super flex. Where does Cam Akers go? Third <laughs> round? I took I him in round five. I, just I, before that. <laughs> I took him in round Twelfth. five. Twelfth round. Twelfth? Madison's already gone in my – where is he? Dude, I really love picking where I was at. Scottfish. Number, <laughs> number 12 with a first pick of the third round you get to after that. I had the first pick. I took Stafford. You did. I wanted him to. I wanted him to fall to me in the second. I took him again. Time and time again. It's just all Matt Stafford's. Let's jump to the last team, guys. The division champs, Green Bay Packers. Got a lot to talk about with this team. Starting with Aaron Rodgers got his first tattoo ever last week. His new girlfriend. Oh, because His new girlfriend. Sounds like, so, sounds like me. His new you girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. What did he get it up? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's a constellation looking thing. Yeah, let's have a look at this thing. Google. Or am I Googling? Am I Googling? Can you Google? You get the screen shares. Yeah, great. Yes. Googly moogly. <laughs> I 
Fascinating. Look at that, some 13 year old girl. What does it mean? It looks like a dick, dude. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> what in the world? Oh, no, that's BF all over. Yeah, my man is tripping hard. <laughs> that is BF wow. all over. <laughs> Wow. Well, for our listeners, they can't, they get nothing wow. out of this, but our reaction. So oh. let's, let's roll. Let's roll, guys. Aaron Rodgers. That's why we got to make these live, dude. We got to. He just went up in my rankings. This. I'll tell you that. He just went up in my rankings. He went wow. up in your rank, and our rankings dude. will be posted on my, on our website soon, Gary. Reptilian summer solstice. Like it's. <laughs> oh, wow. Stars Host, align. Hosting Jeopardy. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, 4,115 yards, missing one game last year due to COVID, 37 touchdowns, only four interceptions, guys. Huge. 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 I have him. Where do I have him? I think I feel like I have him low. I have him number nine. What do you guys? I think that's low. I think he's going to be like at least top 12, but, I mean, that's pretty low. He's missing his number one receiver. Yeah, that's that's let's let's just jump to it, guys. Yeah, Devonte Adams is gone. One hundred and sixty-nine. How many did Jefferson have? One hundred sixty-seven. One hundred sixty-nine targets are gone to this team. They drafted Christian Watson. They added Sammy Watkins, Lizard King. I don't expect him to be a factor. Is that what that tattoo is about? It, Romeo Romeo Dupes. Romeo Dupes. Heck yeah. Okay, so they added Romeo Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> they lost Marquez Valdez Scanlon. They lost MVS oh. to, the, to the Chiefs. Oh, wow. So 169.55. There's over 200 some targets available. They still have the Cobb. Tonyan's back. <laughs> Tonyan's back. Tonyan, uh, he only played, yeah, he only played eight games. I heard Tyler Davis is somebody to look into, man. The tight end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing that uh, your boy, Watkins, okay. is pretty fucking good. Who? Watkins. Sammy Watkins. What year? Which year? <laughs> when he's with the Bills. What ultimate universe have we snuck into? No, for the Packers. Well, let's let's put it at this, Josh. Like, I mean, their their total offense was tenth last season. Yes. You guys seeing it being at least top fifteen? Yeah. They still have Aaron Rodgers. I think. Do you think it's still still the best? I'm going to put this on to Shane. Is this still the best offense in the division? No. (laughs) 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 I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with Shane on this one. There you go, bud. Hey, bud. <laughs> there you go, bud. <laughs> you just heard it. I mean, he I, lost a lot. I mean, it's going to be a running team. They've got a great defense. Yeah. It's they've got two great. Well, what? Got, yeah. Go ahead, Ty. Sorry. No, I was just I was going to agree with Shane because of the running game. It's still a top fifteen. They both look at that. They combined for sixteen hundred yards between the two guys. Yeah. So yeah. and they got how many? And they got how many carries between the two? 300 and what was it 58 yeah yeah and that was with and that was with Aaron Jones missing two games so yeah they ran it what 30 times or no that's a little bit less 
like 25 times between each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah, I agree with Shane. Well, let's let's circle back to the draft because we thought they were taking a, a wide receiver in the, in the first round. Yeah. They had two first. Yes. And they went defense, yeah. defense, and we were all in shock because we watched that draft together and we zoomed and we fu- fucking – Shane's little brother Phil turned off the zoom because he was fucking <laughs> – he was hot. Yeah, to go watch Chiefs Head TV and cry. Your boy was hot because they went defense, defense. But they got Christian Watson in the second round. And what, what I wanted to talk about the Vikings for, uh, before we jumped off of Vikings, they did two trades in the first and second round. They traded the pick to the Lions for the Lions to get Jamison Williams. They did wow. the trade with the Packers in the second round so the Packers could get Christian Watson. I don't, I, that that they got host. They got host. That's right. Like, why would you? I, I get trading, but you, I wouldn't. Would, would you ever, ever, ever trade with your in division rival? No, especially not if I was losing. Like what? The, like what? Like is that a new GM? And I know they got yeah. a new coach in in Minnesota. Yeah, this guy's he's gambling, bro. He's hurting. He's hurting. <laughs> That yeah, that I meant. Sorry, I meant to say that on the Vikings. That that blew my mind. It's but okay. I get I, that's going circle of life here. Yeah. Could. Okay, I I've got a burning question about this team. Oh. Who leads this team in targets? Can we Aaron Jones. Are you not ready? To, are you ready to go there yet? Romeo Dubes. Hit it. Romeo Dubes. Gary just said it, dude. It's fucking Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones. Aaron Jones is going to lead the team in targets, man. It's crazy. It's going to be a new, new thing. I think I think he'd be like ninety some ish, like because um yeah, you get to put AJ Dillon in there, still at running back, and still have yeah. him like flanked out to the side. I love it. I love it, and I think it's. I mean, it's going to be pretty new, you know. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it's either going to be a rookie, or it's going to be a running back, or a rookie wide receiver. And they still get Odell. Maybe. Ooh, they can still what? I didn't in think... November. Yeah, if he's he should be healthy by November. I don't know if they have much cap room still do that. That's a good call, Garth. Yeah, but to play with Aaron Rodgers, I could see him taking a pay cut. Does Aaron so Aaron I... Jones had sixty five targets last year. Does he does he get a hundred? Absolutely. Around yeah, 90. I mean look at I, I mean I, I mean hundred, but like ninety. I mean Tanyan had thirty yeah. targets last year. If he stayed healthy. He can go back to eighty easy, mm-hmm. right? I'm with, I'm with Gary. I'd say about eighty-five to ninety targets for Aaron Jones. So you got to think six, 65, 13, Yeah, so five targets a game. We're starting to say Alan Lazard could be the guy too. No I just don't see it. I don't see it with him at all. Like, I mean, I don't. I'm, in, I'm interested interested to see if Amari Rogers steps up a little bit. You have like a lot of like C plus wide receivers here. Like I don't know if some of these guys are gonna start to dude, you, know. you got a lot of C minus wide receivers for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. I only I only see Lazard because he knows the playbook better than anybody else. But I, I'm with you though. Like Amari Rogers went third round last year, so he's gonna get his opportunities. They already said that he looks pretty good so far. Juwan Winfrey too, yeah. He's gone through the Rogers one year waiting period. That's yeah. all good, you know. That's the only thing about Lazard is he's got the 
he's got the advantage of knowing the playbook, but yeah. he's certainly not the most talented wide receiver in this uh, room. I'm with you, Ty. I mean, I, I mean, let's Christian Watson. Wheels up, wheels up, <laughs> wheels up. Let's go. You love him. How can he not get 100 targets, guys? Uh, because he never throws 100 targets to a rookie. Ooh. And you're not really hearing anything big from Watson just yet. No. Have you ever, heard, even... have you ever heard no news is good news? I've also yeah, heard that no big news. That's how I, that's how I live my life. My fa- doesn't tickle my fancy. <laughs> that's how I live my life when my wife texts me. When she doesn't text me all day, no news is good news. <laughs> I mean, he certainly has the athletic ability in the height, 6'4", and like 200, and he, and he had and he played kick returner, punt returner, but he also played Division One AA. And he only had so like Cooper Cup. Yeah, but so Cooper, Cup Cooper, 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 Cooper Cup had a better career at Eastern Washington than uh, Christian Watson did at um, North Dakota State. Was Trey Lance thrown to him? Cooper, Cooper, Cup, Cooper Cup was um, breaking records at Eastern Washington. Big All difference. Right. All right. Well, but it just it does really honestly seem like there's a Aaron Rodgers one year waiting period, and it also seems like they've got this incredible running game aj Dillon's awesome and aaron jones i specifically remember a game it was i think two years ago when Devonte adams was out and aaron jones was playing the Devonte adams role i think he can do it i think aaron jones can play wide receiver for aaron Rodgers. oh he can line up a slot he's gonna he have to he's gonna have to bro yeah yeah he's a slot receiver he's a running he's a slot receiver playing running back you kidding me, bro, Chacho? He, re- he is, though. It's just, okay. Where do you- I got Aaron Jones high. I got Aaron Jones high. I got him at 10, number 10. That's too low, I think. I think I can put him above Lenny easy. Swift. No, I'd I still have Swift and Jones. But Paul, I, well, okay. It's, I just asked the question. So, as far as backups, as handcuffs go, I feel like you guys had Dylan over Madison pretty easy. Yes. Yeah. By a long shot. Yeah. Yeah. So, who yeah. do you have over Dylan as far as a handcuff? I guess it's handcuff is so hard. It's not Cream a, Hunt. You got Cream Hunt over Dylan? I don't know. Ooh, Gary, come out. How do you swing it? Not. How can you not? Yeah. I think, I mean, I think. <laughs> 187 carry says I have AJ Dillon. Yeah, I don't think last year Cream Hunt got a lot of goal line work. There's nothing Cream Hunt was also hurt most of the season. Yeah, but when they're both uh, healthy together, Cream Hunt did come in near the goal line a lot. But dude, I think AJ Dillon's gonna be playing a, like more than 50% of the snaps. If they if Aaron Jones has to spread out wide, then yeah. I think he will. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. I think it's going to be AJ Dillon, sixty percent. Both of them in the both of them in the game, something like forty percent, and that would leave twenty percent for. That's not that math is fucked. But I th- I just no, think but they, they they could run shotgun with both uh, both guys on either side of Aaron, or like you said, Aaron Jones is in the slot. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. So tight end, Robert Tonyan had the great, was it 2020? 
Yes. And then last year, just injuries and just obliterated, right? Yeah. Mercedes, we had Mercedes Lewis playing. You had Josh Degura playing. Nobody wanted anything to do with that. Are you guys – He ha- I mean, he has to step up, right? It could be yeah. that Tanya just had one crazy, amazing year, and he's not. He's really not all that. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. You would not be the only person to say that. And yeah. you, may be, you may be right, actually. And plus that now they got really like three tight ends that can probably do something. Now that Tyler Davis is kind of being – I've heard some buzz around him and Josh Degora. I mean, it's three tight ends that can pretty much split at any moment. So I wouldn't be surprised if Degora and Mike Davis somehow took uh, touchdowns away from Tunyon. So that's a thing. But, I mean, Tunyon – What's the what's the age old thing we Shane was talking about with uh, Aaron Rodgers? He can rely on him. So I mean, he's definitely gonna be a guy who's on the field. So they can have two I mean, tight end two tight end sets. They can have two tight end sets, two running backs backs out, and just yeah. one wide receiver out there like Lazard or something with uh, Aaron Jones flanked out to the other side. I wouldn't be surprised at that. What is that? I mean, what's that? One two two. What's that? Is that what it's called? No, 22. 22. No, it'd be 22. 22. 22. 22 personnel. Because you got two tight ends and two, two running backs. So, okay, man. so, how many, so how many targets does Tunyon get then? Because if you go by the stats, if he had played all 17 games, he would have probably gotten 60 targets. But that was with Devontae. Things will be different this year, right? Right. Yeah. I'm with you guys. I mean, I think if you don't get hurt, he had 50. He had 50, the year he blew up. He had 60 targets. And yeah. that's good for a tight end, and that's still good. That's like a top. That's like a eleven touchdowns. Eleven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, eclipsing 600 yards is good for a tight end. It really, so that's they, but yeah, it, like yeah. Shane was saying. Pointing out those touchdowns like that definitely stands out. That puts you in tight end one territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, yeah. Put him putting up eleven touchdowns again, probably not. Putting up seven is exceeding expectations. Can you put a bet on Sammy Watkins being good this year? No. Could it happen, man? No. <laughs> it could. You and Josh have been burned. Yeah, I'm he's gonna have it. Yeah. He's gonna be great week one, like he was with Kansas City. <laughs> he didn't even do that and last the year. The rest of the season, he was just yelling. Ah, uh, he helped us win the Super Bowl. He, so he, he might get. Matters. He might get. He might get like 500 yards, maybe. Josh, you got him right. In got it. I have him. No, I have him nowhere. He's grab him right now, Shane. He's all yours. That to me. He is all yours. Well, guys, anything else in the Packers? I learned something new. Oh, sorry. This is not about the Packers. No, go for it. Yeah. All right. I might have told you guys this, but so Keller was talking about one of his buddies. And um, this his buddy was supposed to be doing something, but he was around this hot girl, right? And uh, Keller's like, well, he couldn't do anything because he was all bricked up. And I was like, what does that mean? I was like thinking like his buddy was like high or something like that. 
because Taylor's a lifeguard and this kid was doing lifeguard training. He's like, yeah, he, he couldn't move because he was all bricked up. I was like, man, what does that mean? And he goes, dad, he had a boner. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the kids are saying now when you have a boner. All Great. Bricked up. <laughs> I mean, I, I, get, I get it. It makes sense. Dude, I'd be all pebbled up. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> pebbled up. <laughs> no cinder block. Nah, cinder block here, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I would. I would never thought that. <laughs> Anyways, I get, I get it now that you said it. Yes. Yeah, it makes sense. Though. Yeah. Wow. That's what that's a, Rogers was all bricked up getting that tattoo. That yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Put that spell on him. Dude, you got that dog in him. What's your name again? I don't know, something fine. Blue of the Earth. She's or actually like that. not that hot. Mm, she's all right. She got big titties. She got big old titties, but she's actually like not. No, like, she's not like supermodel hot or nothing. No, she's not Blue. like Zach Wilson's mom. <laughs> Zach Wilson's mom's best friend. <laughs> okay, you got that dog in him. <laughs> got that dog you know all right dogs got these dogs anything else you guys want to say about the nfc north you guys gonna watch any good movies today no yeah I can't, yeah i can't wait till thanksgiving y'all see any good movies lately yeah thor <laughs> I, thought, I thought, yeah, you're back. So, what'd you guys say? I said Thor was great. Ty didn't oh, like yeah? it. That was okay. I don't. I didn't like Ragnarok. I quit watching Rag, Ragnarok. Ragnarok was the best Thor movie. No, yeah. I did like that one. No, I did like that one. I didn't like it. Top Gun. Is that good? Um. Next question. Can't believe you would ask that. Minions. I watched Minions with us. <laughs> Was it good? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you laugh at all? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Shane, I have Shane, huh? Shane, I would say, I would say, I would say, Top Guns in the top two of movies of all time. Get the oh, fuck out of here! Oh shit! What's number one? What? Top Gun one. <laughs> Transformers animated. Zach Zach Wilson. Uh, <laughs> Uh, whatever, whatever home video. what is home video homie, homie hopper the dog in me ty that's for real you liked it that much it was really good god damn i gotta watch that shit actually i heard it was really good especially the it end. did not disappoint like it the... did not disappoint huh damn i need yeah. to get back to the theaters i recommend it i recommend it anybody that has not seen it yeah it sounds like it that goes, need that to goes watch the original first that goes for you jake the snake robert <laughs> tomorrow we're watching bob's burgers it's a pizza pizza movie night you're welcome i appreciate you babe i appreciate you you're welcome why are you welcome because it was it went to theaters and i think it's on it's on hulu and hbo now oh the new one yeah okay. i try i will last last movie i tried to watch was views and butthead with ty i was Oh yeah, yeah! You started snoring. <laughs> I heard about that. Not because I didn't like it. Because I had oh, a oh, sleep on. Come on. I had a great, I had a great night. 
Well, boys, that was a great time. Yeah, it was. We smashed on the beach. Yes, we. <laughs> some tasty waves. Tasty waves. <laughs> boys, we will be back next week. I think Ty already spilled the beans and called it. I think we're doing the AFZ South because I think Ty already said that. I don't know why, but we're rolling with it. Let's go for it. Oh, What's yeah. Yeah. Texans, Colts, my Dolphins. Better. That that are good to AFC North to get uh, Dan on here. Texans, Colts, Colts, Jags, Jags, Titans, Titans. How do you guys feel about the Jags this year? We will talk about it next week, baby. <laughs> for Shane at Cheers, Here's Beers. For Ty at Social Media Ghost. For Gars at Gars underscore Poetica. You can find me on Twitter at jhexofor. You can find all of us on Twitter at the fluke underscore FF. Guys, make sure you are subscribed on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. That's all three. You have to do all three. You cannot do one that's half-assed your life. Check out www.theflug.com and we'll be a countdown to the Flug Fest. Hey, maybe a listener will get invited yes! to Flug. Yes. If you listen, if you go on, let's do this. Can we call this out now? If you yes. go, if you go on iTunes, Spotify, or Podbean, one or the other, yes. and you do a five-star review and you send it to our Twitter. Apple. You just put it on Apple. Put it on Apple, put it wherever. If you put it somewhere I can find it, we'll invite you to Flugfest on August 20th. Wow. I thought you were going to say they get to make up a Flug event. And I was going to say, yeah, hell yeah. All right. Okay. Then All right. Fuck yeah. That's real gay for Pride. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. We'll do, yeah. Hi, you're in, right? Fuck yeah, you're in. Yeah. Hell yeah. Come on. <laughs> Ty's made for Flug. Yeah, you know, Perry, Absolutely. like Perry or uh, anybody else dipping out. Ladies and gentlemen. I got, guys, that dog we, in got that dog in you guys the, the flute this podcast is about to come to an end you've heard we've ended this shit on an exclamation point huh. do the review and you are in fluke fest okay. ladies and gentlemen great time guys i had a great time with you tonight we will see you guys next week lions are going to win this division and go bills get it boy